0: Okay, so we gotta do a little intro real quick. Oh so uh, what did we do last time? I have
1: no fucking clue. Okay. Hi, well- welcome to SPIN, the drunk special interest podcast where we uh, get drunk and talk about our special interests. We're autistic.
0: Fine, autistic, for autistics. autistic. I was waiting for you to say that so we could try and say it in sync, but you didn't say it. Okay, thanks, Charlie. But, okay, so, so, so we're here with, uh, what, what was your name? Da- your name's Kat and you go by... Kat or Kathy, whichever okay cool and
1: uh your twitter at is at cat so if anybody wants to go follow you no please no okay (laughs) please no we'll cut that out i
2: could leave it in but i'm just okay you don't wanna (laughs) okay
0: Okay. what is it that you wanted to talk about it was elves right it
1: was the silmarillion
2: particular okay
0: cool
1: (laughs) give us the content Okay, wait. I feel like it would it would be more entertaining if first one of us tries to explain what we think the Silmarillion is oh, and then you, do. Can, you can correct us. I
0: wanna explain the Silmarillion, but I wanna chug the rest of this beer first. So you oh guys talk <laughs> you two talk amongst yourselves for the next <laughs> minute and a half while I finish this beer.
1: <laughs> You've only just started that beer, Mary.
0: <laughs> it's halfway gone.
1: Good lord. Alright. I'm very thirsty. That's valid. Okay, right. so here's here's what I think The Silmarillion is about. Based on my very limited knowledge of, I read the first Lord of the Rings book, and I've seen some of the movies, and I tried to learn Quenya Elvish when I was in, like, junior year of high school, which didn't go well.
2: I would if mm- I could actually use it, but it's useless.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of grammar for that one. Um, my assumption about The Silmarillion is there's some elves, and there's some rocks that do a magic thing, and the elves, um... The, the elf counselor or whatever has to hide the rocks and then some other, some other people from all of the other races in Middle-earth try to get the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> this is all I know.
2: <laughs> well, you weren't wrong with there's some elves and some rocks.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. My understanding of the Silmarillion... First of all, I didn't know that was how you said it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Off to a good start there. <laughs> but
0: secondly... My understanding was that it was, like, the backstory, mythology, lore of the Lord of the Rings universe. So, The the Silmarillion is a book that exists in the Lord of the Rings universe, and it's, like, the fairy tales and mythology that make up the background of that world. So, like, it's, like... Hansel and Gretel, and the Bruttle... <laughs> bro- More <laughs> the bro- like the Bible, actually. Okay, okay, Whoa. I thought
2: it was, like, the Brothers Grimm of the, um... But it, it's the Bible there? It's the Bible, with, like, some okay. mythical stuff and some, like, actual history. Okay,
1: Damn, cool. that's way cooler than I thought it was. And I knew,
2: I don't know anything about the plot,
0: but Charlie saying that it's about rocks. Also, Silmarillion just sounds like silt. So, like, it's absolutely about rocks and
2: dirt. It, it came <laughs> from the term, the Silmarils, which are the shiny rocks that we are going to talk about.
1: Okay, Good. cool. Alright, so are you just gonna, like, tell us this story? I'm or... gonna
2: try and give a brief summary, because I cannot tell you the story. It uh. covers literally hundreds of years. <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> so I'm going to nice. preface it with a quick summary of what it's about is um, Satan is fighting the elves over some shiny rocks. That's
1: okay, but who, who is Satan in this story?
2: His name is Sauron! Mordor, and I'm going to get oh. into the whole thing now.
1: Wait, who's Sauron then?
2: <laughs> He's Sauron the Sauron Enders. is... The underling of Morgoth, and also probably super gay for Morgoth, if you look at all the evidence. Tolkien didn't know that he was writing Sauron super gay, but he is. (laughs) Alright, so, Mm -hmm. it starts out with the the literal creation of the world, Mm -hmm. with God, um, teaching his underlings, which are like, they are called the Valar and the Maiar, and all together they're called the Ainur, and, um they are they all he brings them all together and they sing a song which ends up creating middle earth in this song that's being sung one of them acts up his name is later called morgoth and so basically there you have set up satan uh um, the
1: so it's like the lucifer falling from heaven because he was rude the thing yes He was rude in the middle of the singing performance. Good job, buddy. He
2: tried singing his own song, and other people started following him so that they didn't sound like they were lost. So they all, like, a large chunk, or I don't know how many, but, like, a chunk of the um, angels go down to Middle-earth and find out that they have to literally make it, like, some kind of Ikea set, and they're like, oh, shit. But um, they get to work making that. Morgoth gets to work wrecking everything they make because he's angry at them and he thinks no i can do better and i want to do better than you man then so he wrecks everything
1: wait he takes the ikea set and he glues everything in the wrong place and he builds a really ugly
0: statue oh my yep. gosh okay i need i need a clarification morgoth is satan in this mythology? yes So is there a god in this mythology, or Yeah, there is a god. His
2: name is Eru Iluvatar, or also known as The One. Cool.
0: Is this, like,
1: the elf version of this story? Because these all seem to be very elf names.
2: Yes, this is all elf. This is... Okay. Okay. This is all about the elves, which I, before reading The Silmarillion, hated the elves, but afterwards now love my garbage children.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Big mood. (laughs) Me, after indulging in, like, any kind of delve into world-building of fiction. Ah, yes, I love them all now.
0: Me, depression-watching adult cartoons. (laughs) (laughs) That's valid. Anyway.
2: All right, so they kind of fight Morgoth a few times. He kind of ruins things a few times. They end up going into the West to live in the West, and they make this place that's the Undying Lands that all the elves go to in Lord of the Rings because they're just getting the fuck out of Middle-earth at that point. But we're not there yet. <laughs> so they make the Undying Lands... The gods make the Undying gods angels whatever you want to refer to them as make the undying lands they make two beautiful trees that are gold and silver and glow so that they light up the west but the east where middle earth uh, most of middle earth stuff takes place is still in nighttime starry night stuff going on the elves wake up there and um morgoth um captures a fume and that's where they get turned into orcs, and he makes the orc race by capturing and torturing these elves and making them into orcs, and then breeding them from there.
1: Wow, that's a fun bit that's of world That's a really building. dark
2: creation story for the orcs. How do they feel about that? I don't, I don't
0: know.
1: I don't think the orcs feel things. I know <laughs> that the orcs
2: <laughs> absolutely hate Morgoth, so if you want okay. to know, they're probably not happy about him because he okay. makes their lives miserable.
0: Okay, so I don't know anything about... Tolkien, Tolkien, I don't know anything joke about and like, we're and Tolkien. Tolkien, Rogan, Tolkien. We're henceforth gonna call him Jert <laughs> <laughs> Tumblr post, which is like, yeah, have you seen that post? Yes, yet? I love it. Yeah, okay, we're calling him Jert <laughs> from here on out. Good but, shit. um, okay, my, I have a very limited understanding of this world, but I do know that, like, Loving orcs and being into orcs is a very recent the gaze on D&D Tumblr phenomenon and that they're apparently, like, supposed to be the bad guys in original yeah, high fantasy stuff. They're evil in jerks world. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah, in, like, OG D&D world building, all orcs are chaotic evil because the only things they care about are, like, destruction <laughs> and pillaging. They love to kill.
0: That's really unfortunate because everything that I know about orcs I learned from D&D Tumblr and most people on there are lesbians saying things like, I want a strong orf- orc wife to carry me in yeah. her big arms. Well, yes, that's a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a <laughs>
1: <amazing. clears throat> All right. I, I prefer the Tumblr interpretation
2: TBH. I do too. But... <clears throat> so, yeah, the orcs are made by the elves and then one of the angels the good angels that's not Morgoth, um, finds the elves, and then he goes back to the Undying Lands and, and, and is like, hey, we gotta take all these elves and put them here so that Morgoth doesn't hurt them. And overall... So that's why
1: all the elves are going places in the Well, Lord in the very, the very
2: beginning, not... We're nowhere near Lord of the Rings yet. okay.
0: Hmm.
2: So they agree on taking the elves and the elves all a lot of the elves go over to the west they kind of split off and make it in different times or they split off and kind of make it into different areas and just stay in middle earth or other things like that which is where the different races of elves come along and you got the light elves who seen the light of the trees and the dark elves who never saw the light light of the trees (laughs) (laughs) there's lots of different elves
0: cool I know
1: there's like the wood elves which is uh, where I think Thranduil's from but nobody likes him
0: I (laughs) don't (laughs) the only elf the only elf thing that i know is that legolas went to your elf i see is apparently like the factual explanation for that is that elf magic cancels out the curvature of the earth so from legolas we're just going with that so from legolas's point of view the earth is flat and uh, so i know that about elves kind of
2: Because actually in the beginning, right now where we're at in history, the elf is the world is still flat. Really? Yes, it is. Oh my god, flat at this point. Okay. Okay. Matter
0: theory confirmed. (laughs) I'm sorry, Illuminati (laughs) confirmed sorry to, like, derail you from talking about elves, but this I need to know more about. Please explain to me how the Earth once was flat and became round in this universe.
2: Well, you see, that comes way later in the story, but to sum that up, Sauron made a good race of men called the Numenors go fight the gods. The gods were like, hey, we can't have them fight us. So, um, so, the one, Eru, Iluvatar, god god, um, Decided to wreck everything and make the world round, and the Undying Lands went off into some mythical realm where no no man can ever get to ever again, and only the elves know where to get to it. But because Sauron made some people go fight the gods, the world became round.
0: Okay, D- so did he make the earth round to hide
2: this place?
1: Uh, Hollow Earth theory confirmed. It's inside. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I Pretty much, as far as I can tell, it was taken away into some other holy plane. I don't know exactly, okay. but um, it is definitely so the land weird. of the gods yeah. is taken away from Earth.
0: Okay, I see. So, no, okay, either there are two possibilities here. Either Hollow Earth, yes. and the land of gods, <laughs> is in the center of the earth, or some kind of like fractal time bending thing happened and they bent the universe around it and it like got absorbed into itself and like a black I don't want to get into the science <laughs> of it. I don't
1: know. Science <laughs> isn't <laughs> real <laughs> in the <laughs> dirt world. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, so sure trying to get no along because things haven't even popped off yet. Okay, <laughs> we're not even sixty
0: pages in yet. Oh, oh my god! Okay. And the, is this book also like a thousand pages long?
2: No, it's actually shorter than the Fellowship of the Ring.
1: Okay. Oh good.
2: <laughs> the elves are taken to Valinor, Val- Val- Valinor, the undying lands of the gods. Um. Mm-hmm. Morgoth is captured and chained up and put into the Halls of Dead where he can't escape to stay there for three ages long, and then he'll get another trial to see if they want to let him go. Mm-hmm. And, um, our, and so the elves get to live in the light of the trees, well, a chunk of them, and then some of them don't. And then in this, a ma- an elf named Feanor, is born, and he has caused all the problems of Middle-earth. Besides what Morgoth does, but Morgoth care to is.
1: explain? <laughs> <laughs> what has this boy done? <laughs> what did he do?
2: So um, to start off with, he makes the shiny rocks known as the Silmarils, which are three really perfect rocks that are better than any that you could ever make ever. And he makes them; he literally makes them. And he catches the light of the trees in them forever, so that they can, uh, so that these rocks glow with these this holy light of the trees. And then he gets really pissy because his dad remarried and had more sons, and Feanor was jealous and didn't like his brothers. So family drama happens between him and his brothers. <laughs> Feanor hates the Valar and um, refuses to let people see his shiny rocks that he made because he doesn't think people are good enough to look upon his shiny rocks. And wow. then Racist. Mor- <laughs> Morgoth. Um, teams up with a big evil spider and they kill the trees and cast valinor uh, the undying lands into darkness
1: they kill the the glowy trees
2: yes they kill the glowy trees and i get sad about that every time
1: how do you kill a tree did they just like cut it down or did they like stab it or they Is stabbed the tree it. Magic? he stabbed
2: it with his spear and like really deep and the uh, sap came oozing out and then the spider ate it and injected it with poison
1: well, that's this a very sounds, dramatic death for a tree. I'll give them that. This
2: sounds like an extremely convoluted and very
0: kinky sex metaphor. <gasps> what? Like...
1: Wait, what? Excuse <laughs> me? <how>? The tree? <laughs> Why is the tree a sex metaphor?
0: Everything is a sex metaphor. If you think about it hard enough.
1: No, I, I don't like this.
0: I don't like it either. Okay, never mind. that. <laughs>
1: I'm getting another beer. <laughs> okay.
0: Hold on one moment. Get me another one, too, please. Yeah, yeah. You're terrible. Giant spiders? Kinky. Okay.
1: You know what? <laughs> that that part I can see.
2: Anyways. Moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, moving on from the spider fucker. Um, Morgoth then goes and kills Faenor's dad and takes his Silmarils and all his <laughs> stuff. And so mm-hmm. Faenor decides to go to Middle-Earth and, like, convinces all the Noldor, which is a race of elf, like a large chunk of elves to go to Middle Earth with him to go beat the shit out of Morgoth. Good shit. And wait,
1: so Morgoth killed his dad and took his rocks.
2: Yes. Why didn't
1: he just kill him?
2: <laughs> like Spenor so that he can't there. come
1: take the rocks back.
2: Oh he well, first of all, Satan. He is oh. literally a god. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is so
0: funny? <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> Faynor killed his dad and took his rocks. No, Faynor did also He's also a sex metaphor. No. Okay. I'm not going to ask.
1: Everything is not a sexist metaphor, Mary. Please well, stop.
0: if you listen to what Freud says, I'm just... I'm, I
1: swear to God if you bring Freud into
2: this... Freud is bad and wrong listen, about we everything. haven't even gotten to the part where... Like, I, I, I must admit, a man fucks his sister by accident, but this is not where we're at currently. Uh, okay, anyway, Freud can burn in hell. Keep talking about hell. Yeah, continue. <laughs> Alright, so, um... Anyways, they go, and they decide to go to Middle-earth, and they have to get boats to get there because they're across the ocean. And so they kill a, um, another race of elves. They just start, like, they are like, hey, can we use our boats? your boats to get to Middle-earth? And they're like, no, fuck you. Although they said it kind of nicely, but also not. And so Feynor's like, fuck you guys, and then he starts killing them, and a lot of the elves just start killing each other. And that was mistake number one.
1: <laughs> Did he start a civil war accidentally?
2: Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Nice. <laughs> he steals their boats. They get to this point on, um, in like, very far north that's, like, a frozen wasteland called the Helcaraxae, or the Grinding Ice. And um, then he decides, hey, we shouldn't be over in this frozen land. Um, I'm going to take all the people who are loyal to me. And my sons, which he had seven of, because he wouldn't stop fucking his wife.
0: <laughs> well, it, I mean, that's... At least he was fucking his wife, and not a giant spider, or someone else's wife. <laughs> actually, hold
1: up for a second. <laughs> when when you said that Morgoth killed his dad and took his rocks, what I was picturing was, a, like, a pissy teenager who had his shit stolen. But actually, he's an adult with seven children, and this is even worse. <laughs> That's true!
2: (laughs) I mean, he did marry young, but that doesn't help his case.
1: Yeah, this is very (laughs) bad. Don't elves
2: live for like a thousand years, though? They live forever unless they get too sad to live or they get killed what (laughs) unless they get too sad to live please expand on this literally in canon it has said that they are they either died because they get murdered or they die of grief and they don't want to live anymore and their spirit decides to go back to the halls of the dead where eventually they'll be reborn in the land of the undying and they can be happy again oh
0: man That's That's... some
2: extra-dramatic emo shit. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I'd like to point out that, um, like how I said uh, Feanor's dad remarried, Feanor's mom died of a depression nap in a lovely garden.
1: Oh, no! Rip in peace. But also, though, elves are so fucking extra, and I love it. Yes, this is a (laughs)
2: wonderful drama, and I love them. It's kind of like watching a soap opera. Oh, Oh, man. man. Okay, so... Feanor starts a civil war by killing elves, they get they land on the grinding ice, Feanor takes all those who are loyal to him, and he just fucks off to Middle-earth with the boats, and then burns them, because he doesn't want to go back for the rest of the elves he left behind, because he was like, fuck them. <laughs> Useless baggage rude. on the road, it has proved.
1: Extremely rude.
0: <laughs> that is extremely rude. Okay, talking about Middle-earth. I don't know anything about this universe, but
1: yeah, should we pull up a map of the the no, Lord of the Rings universe?
0: No, I literally don't care about that. My thought is tangent. <laughs> okay. My thought is tangential to that. My thought is that if the world was once flat and is now round, what does middle? What is the middle part of Middle Earth describing?
2: Um, it's kind of big. Middle continent. Um. It's just a big continent, and I think there is farther east, but uh, there is farther east in Tolkien that never really gets explored, so I imagine Middle-earth is the part that we usually focus on.
0: Okay, so it's describing a physical place in relation to other physical places not a physical place in relation to like an astral plane and a hell dimension <laughs> yeah okay cool just clarifying. wait was your
1: assumption that middle earth was just the whole planet and it referred to like the mortal world
0: yeah that was what i thought was happening
1: well okay then <laughs> i mean that is sort of like how D D do the thing yeah. but uh <laughs> not the same universe i think I don't know
0: very much about fantasy
1: Yeah, you don't really fantasy, do you? I'm a sci-fi person. That's valid. Anyway. Do you you
0: want a peanut butter cup?
1: No. That's very crinkly and crunchy. Sorry, I'm gonna open all
0: three of them real quick so that the sound is gone. It's ASMR.
1: (laughs) I'm not making fun of ASMR. I actually like ASMR, okay?
2: So, um, they land on Middle Earth, you burn some ships, and then, uh, then Morgoth sends some orcs to fight them and they kill the orcs and chase them off like really quickly and Fainor being so prideful decides to go fight more try and fight Morgoth one on one and gets killed by seven balrogs
1: nice where do balrogs fit into the mythology of this cuz i was under the impression They're that angels, balrogs technically were like, mm, really
2: mm-hmm.
1: i thought that they were like Kind of demony things well
2: they, they look demony, but they were angels swayed to Morgoth to falling Morgoth,
1: uh-huh, so more like the the Lucifer they're, thing they're the, yeah, kind of like
2: that, they're the same thing as Sauron and Gandalf, and yeah, wait, Gandalf isn't a human, no,
0: Gandalf what? is an
2: angel, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Yeah, him and Saruman and Radagast and the two blue wizards are all angels that were sent to go fight Saruman. I'm sorry.
1: Radagast, the weird little man with the funny rat's nest hat. The tree guy. Yes. Is an angel. Yes. Holy shit. Wow, I love Lord of the Rings actually. <laughs> it's fantastic. Hashtag. I love the literature works of J.R.R. Jerk.
0: No, we're calling him jerk this episode. <laughs> representation. All right. Wow. Well, weird weird forest person representation.
1: Yeah, so anyway. <laughs>
2: Sorry. So
1: So yeah, that got in... got m- murdered.
2: Yeah. Feanor gets killed his well like he gets attacked and nearly dies and his sons came come and save him and they come, take him back and then he curses morgoth three times and swears an oath and has his son swear an oath that they will never stop until they have the silmarils and they will kill anyone who gets in their way basically and that is the biggest mistake of all of middle earth and moving on <laughs> do these rocks get turned into the rings these rocks no but these rocks, okay. at this point, uh, Morgoth has put them on his head as a crown, even though it burns him because the rocks are blessed to burn anything evil, which comes importance <laughs> later. Well,
1: I'm just imagining him like stubbornly putting on the crown as like smoke comes out of his ears. <laughs> yeah,
2: same. Great,
1: very good mental image. Okay. Mm.
2: Um, Delicious. The elves that stayed up Middle-earth and never went to go to the Undying Lands are the Sindar, and they hear about this, and they, um, they're they like, okay, well, we're not going to give you any of our realms, so you can just stay in the north where Morgoth is, and you can just defend the borders for us, and we'll be back here enjoying our life and hating you. <laughs> well, that's a pretty good,
0: that's a good power move, I think. Like, ultimate petty... <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm into that. I think the elves are all <laughs> extremely
1: rude, and I would fight every single one of them. Oh, they're But it's neither here nor there. I, mean,
0: I would fight every one of them, too, but also I want to be an elf.
2: <laughs> oh, I love the elves so much. I went from hating the elves and thinking they were all stuck-up pr- pricks to loving the elves and knowing they're all stuck-up pricks that are also horrible. Um, but yeah, they swear an oath. and then faenor burns up because his spirit is so fiery that he when it leaves it turns his body to ash and it goes away in the wind that's something i can't really cover too much right now (laughs) his um his oldest son named maithros goes to is now the king of the noldor and he goes to morgoth to try and bargain his life for the silmarils and um he gets captured and doesn't get to have any negotiations work out for him, and he gets hung up on a cliff by his right hand for, like, 30 years. That's extremely
1: unfortunate. Wait,
2: what? What happened?
1: He's the Prometheus of this universe. Does a bird come and eat him? No. I feel like that
2: would be pretty good. A bird comes and saves him. (laughs) Oh. Oh, well. Well. But that's also with his cousin who people think he's he and his cousin are gay. But, Prometheus Fix-It-Fick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Prometheus
2: Fix-It-Fick. <laughs> uh, my is quite the opposite of a Fix-It-Fick. Okay.
1: How many times <laughs> does he die?
2: He only dies once, but he he's a royal fuck-up. brother, who he hated but also had followed him to the fleeing of the Undying Lands and got left on the ice, makes it back to Middle-earth from off the ice because he was so angry at his brother he wanted to punch him in the face, and I'm positive of this. And, um, so him and his hosts come to Middle-earth and, um, kind of make, set up their own land. His, uh, one of the, Fingolfin, who is the brother of Fëanor, his son, Fingon, which you're going to hear a lot of names that start, have Finn in it, I'm just warning you now, <laughs> Okay. Isn't
1: that how everyone in Lord of the Rings is though? Yes. Like Yes. Yeah.
2: Wait, everyone has Finn in their name? No, no, just
1: like every family, all of their names sound the same.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. They also have like seven names, which makes reading fanfics a pain in the
1: ass. But... Like Aragorn, oh, yeah, son I of <laughs> <laughs> oh! Oh, yeah,
2: I knew <laughs> that. And so on that, and yes. so forth. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's kind of a theme. So Fingon goes to Thangorodrim like, on a hunting trip, I think, or something, and then he is, like, he's just wandering around singing, and, like, by the gates of Satan, he's just, you know, wandering around singing, and his, and Mithras hears it, and starts singing to, like, try and get the attention of his cousin, and it works, and the cousin finds him, and he, and Mithras is like, please just shoot me with an arrow and kill me now. And Finn Gon's like... He's the
1: one who's hung up by his wrist on a cliff, yeah?
2: Yeah. Nice. (laughs) He's the Prometheus that ends up burning alive. But anyways, he gets, uh, his cousin is going to shoot him and kill him, but then a big old eagle comes by, and he's like, oh, actually, instead, I'm going to ride this eagle, and we're going to cut off your hand and get you off that cliff, which is what they do. They get him off the cliff, and he comes back, and comes back as technically king of this race of elves, but he gives it to Feanor's brother as a way of trying to keep everything stomped calm and steady between everyone not too long later on somewhere around there the elves the sindar that are like i already hate you guys find out that they killed uh they killed elves just to come uh come over here which is like the biggest taboo ever and so they're like now we really hate you and we're not going to let you speak your your language or anything like that fuck you guys
1: Oh, yeah, they, like, killed a bunch of people to get some boats, and then they burned all the boats when they got here. That's, yeah. I I said that was rude. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> so,
0: in response, they made them second-class citizens? Kinda. <laughs> I don't think that that's a punishment that fits the crime, personally,
2: but go on. Um... Also, yeah, how their gods kind of did work? curse this race of elves that um their own undoing will be them betraying each other and killing each other so oh okay yeah well, that's mainly validating. betraying each other mm-hmm. so the gods kind of put the heavy curse there and the Sindar are just like petty little people two elves get told to go make some big strong cities and to like to like have good safety cities. Si- Uh, safe havens for the elves to always go to so that if they're, so long as there are elves on Middle-earth, there is going to be fear for Morgoth because Morgoth's a fucking pussy.
1: (laughs) Okay. Nice. Just to clarify, in this point in the story, we are still A, in Middle-earth, and B, not at the point where any of the, like, elf places or cities or whatever that... Are in either the Hobbit or the actual Lord of the Rings? Oh, we don't get to exist that until the end of the book. Yeah, those don't exist yet. No, yes? we're
2: on—we're even farther west than the Shire, which there used to be a continent there, but got, that got sunk. Okay, Atlantis. Yeah. <laughs> cool. um, the only elf city that I know of is Rivendell.
0: Yeah. yeah. Are that... there more elf
2: cities than just Rivendell? Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm guessing so. I don't
2: Lorian, know. for example, is also in Lord of the Rings where I th- Galadriel lives.
0: Oh, yeah. I
2: thought Loth. Okay. Is Galadriel the woman with the moonflower pendant? Then? No, that's Arwen. Galadriel okay. is the blonde woman.
1: Kate Blanchett.
2: <laughs> that means nothing to me. I don't know who
0: Kate Blanchett uh, is.
1: Hot blonde older woman.
0: Yeah, that still means nothing to me. Have you ever seen any of the Lord <laughs> no? of the Rings okay. movies? Okay, I've seen like half an hour of Lord of the Rings, and the only part of Lord of the Rings that stuck with me was that the... the <laughs> this is really embarrassing. I'm really attracted to the elf guy who's also Agent Smith in The Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Elrond? Yes, Elrond.
1: I hate you so much. There's
0: a Tumblr post. You're
1: deeply (laughs) cursed.
0: There's a Tumblr post that's like... Whenever people say that The Lord of the Rings is poetic cinema or whatever, all I can think of is that dream sequence where I Elrond's head
2: is Listen, floating in the Listen, I background. love The Lord of the Rings and how yeah. cheesy they are, okay?
0: And then, the second, and then the second comment on that is, when I die, I want Elrond's head to float in front of me at 60% opacity. And every time I see it, I'm like...
1: you're both extremely cursed
2: i just i love how cheesy and corny it is that's also why i love star trek but anyways yeah
1: star trek's also pretty good Mm -hmm.
2: back to the story where were we we were to the point where two elves go and make some special cities one of them's gondolin which is a very very important city and nagathron which is also important i guess
1: They're good at naming things, I'll give them that.
2: Yeah. He made an entire language just for the sake of naming things. But anyways... Yes. There... (laughs) He had to make up for the fact that his nickname was Jerk. Probably. (laughs) 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 So there are some battles that go on, and one battle is the Battle of Sudden Flame, in which, like, Morgoth, um, when they are fighting, he sends out a ton of fire and dragons that breathe fire that don't have wings yet. He didn't give dragon's wings yet. Um, and so the elves, the Noldor, the elves that live in north that the Sindar hate, get, n- like, very, very beat up and kind of starting to look like they're falling. So the king, Fingolfin, that I mentioned earlier, decides to go fight Morgoth 1v1. And Morgoth doesn't want to, because, again, he's a fucking pussy. But he gets pressured <laughs> into doing it by all his minions and goes and fights... Uh, Fingolfin and this is one of my favorite moments in the book because Fingolfin is fighting the most powerful being in all of the world and um, three times he is struck by uh, the war uh Warhammer of Morgoth and three times he stands up again like it and with like a broken helm and a bent shield and is just like I'm not fucking dying and then Morgoth st- um like gets him on the ground and steps on him and he stabs him in the foot, causing Morgoth to cry. And then, eagle alert! Another eagle comes in, scratches his face, causing him to, like, be blinded, and then picks up the dying body of Fingolfin and carries it away.
0: Nice.
1: That's extremely dramatic. That's, yep. Very extra. Also, I like the fact that Morgoth, literal Satan in this story, is too much of a wimp to go and fight a little elf guy and has to be persuaded by his, like, lackeys or whatever. Mm-hmm.
2: That's it's good. pretty good.
1: It's That's pretty good. quality. I approve.
2: <laughs> and then we're going to take a moment a uh, small break and go to Gondolin. Um the uh, an important hidden city um that no one no one's allowed to like leave and stay left. They can have like they have to be permitted by the king to go out and go on patrol or other things like the people that go on patrol are allowed but like anyone else you have to get permission from the king but the king of gondolin is named (coughs) turgon and his sister is like i want to go explore the world and go hunting again because i love hunting fuck you brother i want to go outside Mm -hmm. and he's like fine you can go outside and go see your cousins the um the sons of faenor even though i don't like them no one likes them but i know you like hanging out with them and hunting so go visit them and so she does, but um the ones that she was going to visit didn't show up. So she decides to go um wandering to the forest of the Sindar where she's not allowed. And a dark elf named Ael. Ael. It's How do you a- spell it? E O
0: L. Okay. Nice. <laughs> See, language
1: um not so good. <laughs> Words bad. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I hate actually talking about it because it's a fun trip trying to actually pronounce most of the names, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, so Ael, this dark elf, sees her and he's like, "Oh my gosh, she's so fucking hot!" And he uh, he makes her get lost in the forest, and then she goes to him for help, and then he kind of marries her, mostly unwillingly.
1: Not a great look. Yeah. No.
2: And then they have a son. His and this son, like doesn't get a name by by his father until, like, he's 13, and then his father's like, your name is Myglin.
1: <laughs> is that is that, like, a swear word in Elf or something? It
0: means sharp eyes.
1: Okay, well, that's yeah, not as I was bad.
0: about to say, I feel like that's a part of the eye. So, like... I, well, don't know I, I thought it sounded is. like
1: goblin, which is, like, a word for a type of fatty tissue.
2: That's um. fine. Okay, <laughs> Either way, so he gave this he gave his kid a bad name. He gives he his kid a... a bad name 13 yep. years after he's born cuz he's a horrible father.
1: Yeah, that's pretty shitty. But and... again,
2: elves live forever, so this is like a drop in the bucket of eternity. Yeah, they're not e- he hasn't even hit puberty yet to be honest. So, um his um the mom, the lady that the Ale got married to She's like, I want to go back to the city of Gondolin, where my brother is. I miss my family. I want to go see them. And Ael's like, fuck you. If you go, I'm going to put you in bondage and make you stay here no matter what. Kinky.
0: Shut up.
2: Sorry.
0: I mean, Why she's, like she's largely
2: used as sexual stuff in in uh, fanfic, so, I mean, she has the right in this one. <laughs>
1: okay. All ah. right.
2: <laughs> um. So...
0: The... Wait,
1: hold up. Have you read Silmarillion really fanfiction? Yes, quite a is lot. Is that a thing that exists? There's 8,000 works
2: on uh, a archive of our own. It's just
1: mind-boggling to me that like people write fanfiction.
2: It is a very active of...
1: fandom. Yeah, that's
0: just Like I don't even know Lord of the Rings and I know this, Charlie. Like I can't even <laughs> I don't know, man. it's
1: weird this. for me to think about the fact that people would like write fan fiction about th- this this particular did I show piece you, of fiction. Did I show
0: you that really 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 fucking long essay? Idris sent me on like what lady elves must by necessity have down there. Oh, you yes, did. I saw that one. You did send it. Charlie yes. sent it to me and I, I loved did. it. I'm it very was also sorry. I'm going to put the link to that post in the description for this what? episode. A bad, <laughs>
1: bad and cursed. Okay, I'm not
0: going to do it then. But if that's the case, we have to briefly talk about it in no, the episode.
2: No, we could just skip over it.
0: Okay. No. What? listening this essayist thinks that lady elves have vaginas but also
2: tentacles yeah because male elves can't get it up without them strangling it so anyways moving on to actually good topics (laughs) something that's not cursed okay
1: yeah that's pretty bad mary
2: sorry so um she goes off, uh, this this lady elf takes Maeglin, her son, and they go back to Gondolin, and Ail follows them, and she goes into Gondolin, and Ale gets uh, captured and taken into Gondolin and taken before the king, and he's like, and the king's like, well, you can stay here and never ever leave, or you could die. And he's Damn. like, well, I'm going to choose death, and he throws a poison javelin at his son, and then... Uh, The lady elf jumps in front of it and takes the poison javelin instead of her son and dies. And then Aeol is thrown off a cliff for justice for that.
1: Good. What happens to the son then? He's like The son stays
2: and the king of Gondolin is like, oh, he will make a good prince for me because my wife died and the only person I have left is my daughter Idril. And the unfortunate thing is that Maeglin has a crush on his cousin. The king's daughter. Well,
1: I sincerely hope that the book does not, like, go into depth about it. Oh, that, no, it does not. that sounds uncomfortable. It okay.
2: doesn't. So
0: how does this whole heir to the throne thing get resolved, then?
2: Oh, well, it's going to be Maeglin if Turgon dies. He, they just don't know he's creepy because oh. he has a creepy crush on his cousin and really, 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 really wants her to be his wife, even though she either doesn't know he's creeping on her or... She doesn't like him, and he has been told that elves don't marry such close of kin, and he's like, well, I'm just going to wait until Turgon's dead, and then I'll marry her.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's a dick move, my dude. Love well, he it, got yeah. it
2: after his dad.
1: <laughs> yeah, his dad was also kind of a dick, with all that, like, javelin throwing. And the bondage.
2: Javelin throwing an <laughs> and unwitting marriage. And yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's okay. not cool.
0: Uh, Hi guys, this is Mary. I'm coming to you sober from Sunday where I'm editing this episode which we've actually split into two episodes because it ended up running so long which thanks so much for that cat. I'm so stoked to be able to have a two-parter episode so that we can get one ahead in terms of recording because inevitably there's going to be a week where I just either completely forget or just don't feel like Doing anything. So anyway, this has been Spin, the drunk special interest podcast, featuring me, Mary, and my brother Charlie. Thanks again, Cat at Cat Mad Sanity on Twitter for being on the show. It was great to have you. If any of you in the listening audience would like to be on the show, message us on Tumblr at Spin Podcast, all one word, or email us at Spin Podcast, all one word, or you can check us out on Twitter at Spin underscore Podcast thanks to rye rye Rye? uh thanks to our friend (laughs) for our theme music um you can check out more of her stuff at aquagirl.bandcamp.com and there's a hyphen in that so it's aqua-girl.bandcamp.com okay uh thanks so much and goodbye